I'm a person of habit, so. True. Humans in general tend to be people of habit. Yeah, that's true. I think Sherlock Holmes said that or someone like that. Poirot might have said it. Or Poirot. I don't know. Poirot. Yeah. This is Belgian. I don't know how you say it properly. Oh, God. Remember all the, like, Frenchy episodes we do and you fuck up every single name or every single word? (laughs) I realise that's going to happen again today, isn't it? It might be. (laughs) To be fair, I don't know if I'm getting it right, but I'm just doing it with an accent. (laughs) It could still be completely wrong. Yeah. To be honest, I'm going to try and avoid saying the actual places as much and the names as much as possible i can say to rare alexandre de bohanas i'm just gonna say the general or the commander or whatever <laughs> i think that that's easier what about the good old doc what's the doctor called percy can you say percy matt i can say Percy. <laughs> <laughs> baron percy that's that's quite a cool name i think actually uh. Okay. Dr. Corville and Baron Perth, they sound English to me. Maybe they are English and they migrated to France. Yeah. You never know. You never know. I mean, migration happens. True. We're all probably descendants of some type of immigrant. Yeah. Bloody immigrants coming to us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My parents are immigrants, you shithead. Yeah, yeah. You never know. Your great-great-grandparents, great-great-grandmother's mistress slash mister what yeah. do you what is the male version of a mistress um, like i never understood like what do you call them i don't know because technically it will be master but that doesn't work no that doesn't sound quite right does it yeah her master what are we at the slave ages <laughs> i'm hoping she's doing it of her own accord um it's pretty concerning if she isn't yeah that's more that- like that the cult kind of thing yeah let's not get into predicting the future yeah you're predicting the future it's almost as if we like plan these things sometimes isn't it sometimes it's very rare that we actually plan ahead but this time (laughs) we seem to have done yeah you say that we planned ahead we were supposed to do this one a couple of weeks ago and then we didn't we decided to upset everyone by talking about everything that's happened in the country yeah yeah that was cheerful yeah and we can't always talk about Donald Trump. We're a British-based podcast. Sometimes we have to talk about British things. Yeah. Yeah, Donald Trump's a dumb fuck, but who cares? He's not my president. Well, good for getting off that, yeah. those topics. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, sometimes we need to talk about other things, mm. even though the material is endless with Trump. Yeah. Like, every day he's doing something else stupid. Yeah. Oh, anyway, let's move on. I was thinking, how would you like to die? How would I like to die? Yeah, and what kind of circumstances would you like to die? <sighs> Don't know. Maybe have cookie dough ice cream and eat myself to death. Yeah. What about you? I was thinking of dying covered in my own shit. <laughs> I think my one sounded nicer. Yeah, but, um, you know... <laughs> Mine's more interesting. Because when you're dead, who needs dignity, right? Yeah, I mean, there's no dignity in death either way. You you end up shitting anyway. Yeah. Heard. Yeah. When you die, this all comes out. I mean, do you want to just constantly be bombarded with diarrhea throughout your whole life, though? Yeah, but why just not get it out before you die? <laughs> why you were alive? Why are we having this poop talk so far <laughs> early in? I don't know. 
But God. it is meant to be a segue. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I hadn't noticed when he said, how do you want to die? Which actually could just be anything, but we're talking about someone that's dead. Yeah, Which true. we do frequently, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that should be our segue in every episode. How do you want to die? Yeah, we've got to remember that one for next week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. No, let's not do that one Do you want to be cut off in bits and <laughs> castrated? Hey, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Oh, spoiler, yeah, can't, can't. You bastard. Now they don't have to tune in next week because you bloody well told them. Uh, it would be a shit one next week anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it will. Because Matt's heading it up. Oh, that's foul. That is. is it? Is it really? Yeah, anyway, are we, we going to... We've got to do intro music first, haven't we? Then we'll talk about... Yeah, I guess we have about. to now. Like, we've committed to the intro music so far. This yeah. is our 101st episode. I guess we kind of have to do it. Yeah, there's no use stopping us now, is there? Yeah, let's just do it. I think we should do one episode where we don't even mention the intro music and it never happens, and then we just put it in right at the end. That would screw with the listeners, that would. Yeah, but I like to troll people. They'd be like, what's going on? I like to troll people. What's going on? Is there still an hour left of this episode? <laughs> <laughs> you could lead people to, like, breakdowns or something if you do that. Like, <laughs> I, I'm you okay don't realise. Well, on, on, on your head, be it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, we're going to be talking about Tara. Or Tara. Yeah, Tara. Tara, love. <laughs> Wind your neck in. Would you like a cup of tea? You, you've seen this on some kind of like film, haven't you? Glimpses of Coronation Street when I'm waiting for something else to stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's like the only time I watch Coronation Street. It's because ITV has great programming at nine o'clock on Monday nights. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, have to catch the last few minutes of Coronation Street because I don't want to miss the beginning of The Good Show. The Good Show? What's that? Currently, it's Fearless. Uh, I mean, before that, it was Little Boy Blue. Before that, it was oh. Board Church. Oh, yeah, I suppose there is. There's some good crime dramas on ITV, isn't there? They do do crime well. Yeah. But let's not get too distracted. <laughs> yeah, let's not. I mean, because, you know, we're not known for getting distracted. I mean, we always stay on topic. Yeah. We never get off. We're not sarcastic at all. We're not offensive at all. We don't no. say stuff that we shouldn't do. No. We always say the facts. That's why people come back to us. We're Dork's Seduction. We are with the facts. Yeah. And the fact is that Therese was French. So Matt's going to get a lot of names wrong in this episode. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Because I'm not going to say them. So so who is this Therese love? I, I, I can't stop myself from doing it now, Matt. I really can't. <laughs> Control yourself. <laughs> okay, who is this Therese? He was this French dude who had an appetite <laughs> that was unbelievable. An appetite for food, I should say. Wait, not no, no, like French stuff. dude. <laughs> what? You just called him French dude. Oh, well, you know. Okay. Uh, he sounds like a dude to me. I mean, he can eat a lot. Hey, you spoiler! I've already said he's got an appetite for food. Okay, carry on. He had this uh, really, like, big appetite. I mean big. He could literally eat so much. But we'll come to that. Basically, he, he lived in um, rural France near Lyon. Yeah. And, um, you know, he had this insatiable appetite. There were, like, other people with similar kind of conditions. It was nowhere near as extreme as his. Yeah. And just to show how extreme it was, by... 
the time he was a teenager, he could eat a quarter of a cow. Yeah, which is like his own body weight, right? Pretty much. That's what I've got written down. He could eat his own body weight in food. Yeah. Um, Matt, before you go on, Mm. we should probably mention, this wasn't recent. Oh, no, no. This is 1700s, was it? Yeah, so they think he was born around 1772. Yeah. And then he died, but I'm not going to tell you the date just yet. No, no, because that's a spoiler. spoiler. Alert. <laughs> he, he, he ruined it. He dies. <laughs> really? Oh, no. he's, do you think he's still living from 1772? Yeah. I didn't get to the end of it. The, the end, only so. person that gets to live that old is Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, true. Oh, fuck and because he Rupert steals Murdoch. people's souls, that's how. Yeah. Uh, goodbye to that job at Sky. <laughs> They just hate people who work at Sky. I fucking hate it, man. Yeah. I hope she doesn't get that one. Apart from Thierry Henry. I love you, Thierry. Oh, yeah, Thierry Henry. You're, yeah. you're no. fantastic and amazing. And oh, and you just, triple uh, that ball well. Yeah. And I've loved you since I knew what love was. Goodbye, Thierry. He's French as well, so... He is French. Know. It's topical. Topical, yeah. I mean, he wasn't around in 1772. <laughs> no, no. But he's a footballer. He could probably eat a lot. Yeah. Probably eat a football. I don't think he'd eat a football. They they used to be made of pig's bladders, though, so he might have done. Oh, yuck. Mm. Anyway, at the age of 17, he weighed around 45 kilograms, which is about 100 pounds, which I don't think is actually much. He was actually quite thin for quite a lot of his life. Yeah. Pretty much all of his life. And when he hadn't eaten, he got even thinner. It's like he literally deflated. I read that he could wrap, like, the skin of his abdomen around his body or something. <laughs> his like waist. Yeah, his waist, that sounds quite... Yeah, not his whole body. <laughs> you could use it as, like, a duvet or something like that, couldn't you? If you could He'd that. always be warm, wouldn't he, Matt? Yeah, and sweaty, which sounds like someone we know who works at Sky. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that the foul breath as well. Cold. The foul breath as well. The cow is always cold. The cow? The bitch cow Sky person oh, is always being cold. being harsh on her today. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he, he apparently wasn't an attractive man. From what I've heard, but it sounds a bit harsh, don't you think? Well, if you think about the time period, I mean, grooming wasn't up to scratch. I mean, dental care wasn't up to scratch. Dietitians weren't up to scratch. Yeah, if you see a lot of the figures from that time, even like paintings, they look but ugly. If you, if I'm being honest, yeah, you know, everyone does back then. So I think that's being harsh, to be honest. Yeah, his mouth was incredibly wide when he died. They examined it, and it was it was so incredibly wide they could see his stomach from his yeah, mouth. Yeah, that which, was really weird. Yeah, I, I, I'm having trouble getting around that idea in my head, but I'll I'll believe it, I suppose. It, it makes me feel like Jaws, like you're looking literally into his mouth. Yeah, and I think uh, he, he's got to be standing up to do that. Surely um, that'd be difficult to unless be lying they're down, like stooping down yeah. and like his head's hanging off the slab, and it's wide open, and they're just looking through. Yeah. That, that's it's an interesting image, isn't it, that one? Yeah, but I believe it. Mm. Yeah, he had nearly... Uh, he, you could, couldn't see his lips, apparently. They must have just been really thin, because I read invisible lips. And so there's no such yeah. thing as invisible lips. They must just be really thin. Really thin. You, you'd have to look hard to find them. And... Yeah, and that usually happens with age, and he was quite young when he um, passed on. Yeah, and if, if, if his breath smells badly, you don't want to get too close, so... Yeah. That's probably why people didn't see his lips. Yeah, his, his teeth were also heavily stained as well. Particularly when he not eaten, I read, that the staining would get 
clearer or something. And when he had eaten, he'd smell more, which makes sense because you're sweating out yeah. basically the odours of your food. Yeah, we, we mentioned how hot he was. He was hot to touch as well. If you touched him, he'd be burning. So they did think it might have been some sort of hypothyroidism. Yeah, and the stench, apparently. or the stench. There's, there is one quote about it cannot be endured from the distance of 20 paces. <laughs> I love how you said I read somewhere. You know it's from Wikipedia that all the articles that I read were exactly the same as Wikipedia. <laughs> Literally everything is the same. We're telling you something you can read within minutes, but it's going to take us forever. Yeah, but, you know, Wikipedia is the font of all knowledge, so we'll trust them. That's true. I mean, at least they cite their sources. Yeah. Daily Mail. <laughs> And this smell became really bad, apparently, after he'd eaten as well. It'd become even worse. He also had very bloodshot eyes. I read that there's visible vapour as well, which would rise from his body. A visible vapour. I think that's embellishment, don't you? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I can't imagine that, to be honest. No. I can imagine, like, a fly is coming towards him. Yeah. I can't imagine, like, seeing vapour. Because vapour is invisible. Yeah. I mean, it's, and life's not a cartoon. You don't get the squiggly lines when there's something smelly. Don't you? No. Oh, that's just, that, that's ruining life in general for me, that is. I thought that's what happens. <sighs> Matt, Matt, Matt. This podcast. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, as we mentioned before, uh, despite this, ex- you know, this really excessive eating, no weight seemed to be gained. So that this does seem to be suggesting something when he's eating. It's basically not going into his body or his muscles. Yeah. So when I first like read about him, before I read about the autopsy, mm. I just thought he had like a massive tapeworm. Because that would explain it. So yeah. Because if then, then the tapeworm's eating it all, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, have to be a huge tapeworm for all the stuff he's eating, though. Well, yeah. Yeah, be a tapeworm the size a of a cow, so. wouldn't it? Yeah, it's big, but it's not his old body, is it? It's not just the stomach walking around, is he? Yeah, well, I don't know how tapeworms work. No, nor do I, to be honest. So. Don't tapeworms shit as well? They could shit out all the food. You're meant to cut... I don't know. I suppose most things It's shit. living, so... Yeah. It's like a parasite, but it's a living organism. It must shit, right? I would have thought so. Mm. Anyway... Maybe um, we have to look that up. <laughs> yeah, anyway, his appetite became too much for his parents to really afford to be able to look after him. So he was kicked out of his childhood at home, which I shouldn't really laugh at. It's probably a little bit sad, but we've got to go for it all at one point, haven't we? Yeah, I mean, I always eat too much, and then my parents throw me out of the house because of it. I haven't seen them in several years because of it. Yeah, and then... I mean, which isn't true, because I go to my parents' house frequently, and they're always just ramming food down my throat. Mm. You you also, um, when you got kicked out of your childhood home, you also joined... Uh, a gang of thieves and prostitutes, didn't you, as well? All the time. Like, I hang out with them every weekend. Yeah. You tour the countryside as well? Yeah, I go to the countryside. Yeah. I, I like how this, this article I reading was saying touring the countryside. It sounds like, like a band just, you know, going to places, you know, doing their thieving and yeah. prostituting, you know. I mean, what? Like, prostitutes have sex for money. Thieves mm. just steal money. Why are they together? Yeah. Because the prostitutes actually work for their money. What the pro- the prostitutes could 
lure the people in and then the thieves take all their stuff. They don't need to have sex with them then. Maybe if not. If they're going to steal their shit anyway, what's the point of having sex with them? Yeah. That wouldn't make them prostitutes. Yeah, I think you've seen the flaw in this story. Yeah, I think I have. I, th- I, I think it's ruining it all for me. I'm so sorry. I don't believe this one anymore. It's like me when I, w- I watched Baby Driver last night. Which is a couple of weeks after Baby Driver came out because we're recording this in July sometime. So is, is that about a baby that can drive? It's an Edgar Wright directed film and it's amazing. Oh. But there's like one flaw in it, mm. but I can't get into it because it'll spoil it for you. I think you should watch it. I really think it's the best film that I've seen this year. Mm. And it's like a sort of musical-esque, soundtrack-esque equivalent of Birdman. Ah, Right. I mean, obviously, the story's completely different. Yeah. But you know how Birdman was new, known for its long take? This yeah. one will definitely be known for its soundtrack ah. and its choreography. Right. It's I'll brilliant. Bear, you should watch it. I'll bear that in mind. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's get back to what we were saying. Yeah, well, uh, with these colourful characters, he would beg for and even steal food. So, again, his appetite still as big as ever. But this, his appetite did come in handy because he was discovered by a travelling charlatan. You all know one of so those. So basically a con man. Yeah, basically. And he became a warm act for this guy's show, basically. And it was his eating abilities, obviously, that was what he used. His eating abilities were actually something of a crowd pleaser. And people would watch him eat anything from corks to even baskets of apples, although I believe that's the apples, not the actual baskets as well. Maybe he might do. <laughs> Reading some later stuff of this guy, I'm, I'm not I'm not ruling it out, to be honest. Yeah, he ate some pretty messed up shit. Yeah, and then uh, the grand finale would usually be eating a live animal without chewing. Yeah. That's impressive. That's just ramming it straight down, isn't it? Yeah, we can, we can get onto that later. Yeah. Uh, there were occasionally problems, though. Uh, he once had an intestinal blockage. So basically he was constipated. Yeah, and he, he kind of required very powerful laxatives to share. Apparently that's not uncommon. 5 to 15% of people that get it have to go to the hospital immediately. Yeah. I didn't realise it was that bad. It was, it, to me it's just, oh, I haven't been able to shit for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. Not that girls shit because females do not poop, Matt. You know that, right? Really? I thought that was all they did. <laughs> You're always seeing them in the streets doing it. Anyway, I, I like the story about the one time that this happened. He had to have some kind of surgery, I think. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> he offered to eat the surgeon's watch. <laughs> and the surgeon was apparently very unimpressed and threatened to cut him open and retrieve the watch if he did. Which Tereth clearly thought the surgeon would be really impressed with this. But But he's a surgeon, he can do a lot better than that. Yeah, a surgeon. I I like this surgeon. I've never understood why Tereth wouldn't actually go into thievery himself. Because could you imagine him in a heist? He'd be brilliant. You just give him the gems to swallow and then you just wait for him to take a shit. Mm, Lovely. Would you want the gems, though, after they've been in shit, though? I'm going to sell them, though. Yeah, It's not like, I, not like I'm going to wear do, them. Do, do you want these jewels that smell of shit? Yeah. I'm sorry. These are gems worth millions, so fuck it if it smells a bit. That's it. It probably smelled quite badly all the time back then, so... Yeah, that's true. How could you tell the difference? Yeah, there was no, like, plug-in air fresheners or oil burners mm. or wax melt-type thingies. <laughs> anyway, a war broke out at some point. Um, a war of the first coalition. I think. <laughs> a war broke out at some point. 
Yeah, um, basically, various European monarchies were trying to hinder the new French Republic. Because they executed Mr. Louis the, the 16th. So, yeah, the 16th. Yeah, it was kind of revenge for that, basically. And also because they, they just wanted to take over the country. They wanted to claim parts of it themselves. Yeah, yeah, that's the way it's always been. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even to this day. Yeah. How is Iraq? <laughs> Got no idea. <laughs> Not an expert on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Not good, though, I heard. I think I heard the word worse, maybe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, ISIS are there, so... Yeah, and, and we know what ISIS was funded by. Anyway, let's carry on. <laughs> we had that episode for the yeah. last couple of weeks. Yeah. Terrera was not an Iraqi, but um, his <laughs> appetite got in the way because his ravenous need for food just... He, he was never satisfied by the, the rations that he was provided with. I read somewhere that if there was food around, a lot of food around, he had to be held back. Yeah, he had to be restrained. That's that's how bad this is. It's not like he's just a compulsive eater. It's like a need for it. It's a psychological need. Yeah. Well, I say psychological. The thing is, we don't know what would have happened to him if he hadn't eaten. Would he have died? Well, if he got that deflated after he was just a mm. bit hungry, I do feel like he would wither away and die fairly quickly. Yeah, if, if it's some kind of muscular problem, it could be. His mu muscles would just die, and I think eventually he would die as well. So, scientific experts here. So, Yeah, he would resort to carrying out tasks for other soldiers in order to get food. He would even scavenge for food in very undesirable places, like dung heaps and garbage bins and gutters and all kinds of disgusting places. But if the need's there, you're willing to do that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, um, but he was eventually hospitalised for exhaustion. Exhaustion? Exhaustion. <laughs> and while he was in the hospital, the doctors kind of examined him in an attempt to discover what was causing this appetite. While he was there, they quadrupled his rations. This still failed to alleviate his hunger. Along with these like rations, the quadrupled rations, he still had the room to eat the rations of others as well. And he would steal poultices. From the apothecary. What's an apothecist? Um, I think it's something you put on a wound or something like that. Oh. Does that help? That's weird. I think. I'm not entirely sure. Do you want me to look it up? No, it's fine. Oh, by the way, I looked up tapeworm and pooping. Mm -hmm. I haven't got a definitive answer, but I know bits of the tapeworm can poop off. Poop off. Bits of the tapeworm can break off and end up in your poop. Ooh. I'll look out for one then. Yeah. And its eggs and stuff could end up in your shit. Yay. Fun times. Mm. Um, <laughs> what was I? Yeah, anyway, these two doctors, Dr. Corville and Baron Percy, at the hospital, they decided to do some experiments on him. Yeah. I feel like they're having a bit of fun with him, to be <laughs> yeah. honest. They don't really feel very scientific. Yeah. One involves him eating the meal of 15 labourers. Yeah, in one sitting. Yeah, that that's not like a meal of 15 labourers. It's not like uh, they got 15 labourers for him to eat. It was the meals of the 15 labourers. This involved, like, two large meat pies plates of salt and grease which 
Now that doesn't sound nice to me. Yeah, it's not really my kind of thing. You know, there'd be adverts against that kind of stuff, I think, these days. And yeah, but then again, we eat so much shit these days now, so... Yeah, nowadays it'd have to be low-fat salt and grease. Yeah, or just fake low-fat salt and grease. Yeah. That looks like it's healthy, but it's actually probably not. Mm. We're so pessimistic. Yeah depressing yeah this is followed by four gallons of milk which is incredible i think gallons always sounds impressive to me yeah i mean if you're only supposed to drink like five liters of water a day four Mm. gallons of milk that's excessive yeah and i can't even really drink five liters of water a day so yeah you wouldn't be surprised to hear that he promptly fell asleep after this no i wouldn't because i'm like that though after i've had a big meal that's it, I go to sleep. Yeah, it's what's cool, like a food coma, isn't it? Yeah, I go to them, like, frequently. Yeah, and if, if you're eating all that as well, I mean, we get a little bit sleepy after, you know, just a slightly big meal. Yeah, like a breakfast <laughs> after we've woken up. <laughs> it's like, I've had this breakfast now, let's go to bed. There were also some live animals that he was provided with. One in particular was a cat. A live one, yeah. which I'm not quite sure how he did this, but because cats have a tendency to kind of like scratch and hit out you. Maybe he hit over the head cat. first to like stun it. Maybe, but that's not mentioned. So, you know, but uh, I'm, I'm not sure a cat would go down without fighting. So, um, yeah, he ripped open the cat's abdomen with his teeth and then proceeded to drink the cat's blood. There is something vampirish about this guy. Well... It just seems he'll eat anything. Yeah. I don't think it's intentional. Yeah. But that's drinking, isn't it, more? Yeah, but it's still fluids, isn't it? Yeah, true. He then went on to eat the cat whole, although you'd be relieved to know not the bones. <laughs> not long after, he vomited up the cat's fur and skin. So. He didn't even bother skinning it. Like, he bothered taking the bones out, but he didn't bother skinning it. Yeah, when I was writing this up, that is the bit that... I did feel slightly sick after reading that. Yeah. Other animals that he ate were snakes, which apparently were his favourite choice of live animals. Yeah, a lot of people do actually eat snake meat. I think I, I think I heard how he did it. So didn't he bite the head off or something first or something like that? I, I thought that was with the eel. Yeah, it might be the eel, yeah. It's one of those ones already did something. Yeah. Like. But yeah, he Another be- story is he ate an eel, a live eel. Uh, no, maybe not if it's a live eel. Obviously, he didn't kill it. No. Apparently he ate lizards as well. Basically, whatever you put in front of him, he did. Yeah, I, I, and, and puppies, apparently, I heard as well. Yeah, I but, underlined that because I'm just like, oh, listeners aren't going to like this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm going to do the next time one of my dogs misbehaves. Right. Fucking hell, Matt. Started the next batch of outtakes. I've got five clips. Three of them are you and the bloody dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you threatening dogs. Oh, I suppose I might as well live up to my reputation now. Don't say that because you'll have the RSPCA on your case. Ah, yeah. Well, cut that out then. Because you see how they get really uppity and they take a lot of people's court and they're getting in trouble by judges now. Yeah, they won't actually do anything to fucking rescue a dog, though. No. As long as they get good publicity. Yeah. No bitterness there. (laughs) We are so, so pessimistic. Mm. Yeah. And then at at some point it was decided that Tarara's appetite might be of some use to the military and this was in the form of carrying messages through enemy lines Tere would be given um, a wooden box with a message inside it he would eat it then shit it out basically 
and uh, they found that the message was, was still legible. So basically, <laughs> what I like, he had to repeat this in front of the generals to impress them. And uh, at one point, um, (laughs) he was given a reward of 14 kilograms of raw bull lungs. (laughs) And he just ate them in front of the generals. As a treat, would you give him raw food? Wouldn't you cook it and make it presentable? I mean, obviously, he doesn't care, but it's about etiquette, isn't it? I don't know. Um, I think he'd prefer it just raw because it's just quicker that way. I think he'd be, like, getting a bit angry while you're cooking it because he wants the food. Just give it straight up. Well, give him a snack in the meantime while you're cooking the actual meal. It's not as if they had, you know, it's slow cooking back then, I guess. You just make a fire, right? That's what they do. It still take a while. You want it, if you want it properly cooked. Bull's lungs are quite large, I think. (sighs) Set ten fires. If there's any kids listening, you knew all about the Grenfell Towers. If you set ten fires, it's on your own fucking head, all right? Yeah. And also, if there's any kids listening, like, call social service yourself, because this is marked as explicit, so your parents shouldn't be letting you listen to this. Mm, Yeah. You stupid shits. Yeah. But I I, I just like the idea of, like, (laughs) the generals of this army watching it. That must have been quite something to watch. (laughs) Yeah, it was probably their entertainment. Yeah. Now, his first mission was to deliver a message to a French officer who was being held captive in Germany somewhere. Okay. Have you you seen the place where it was? No, I haven't seen the place where it was. Uh, It's unpronounceable. Oh, where (laughs) is it? Wait, oh, I thought you meant have actually been to the place. No. What, Nistat? Yeah, I'm sure sure that's how it's pronounced. (laughs) Nistat. It's in Germany, right? Yeah, so somewhere in Germany. Yeah, he was meant to go somewhere in Germany. I thought it was going to be so much harder than that. <laughs> I just said it how it's set, how it's spelled. That's the bare minimum you can do, Matt. I might still be wrong, but I tried. Yeah. Basically, uh, he was dressed as a German peasant. So I'd, I'm not quite sure how French and German peasants differ. Uh, maybe it's the national colours, because he's wearing national colours. Maybe it could be the actual clothing. Maybe. But I don't think everyone was dressed in the national colours, though. Yeah, but it also might be this, the fashion, because, you know, American fashion is a little different to British fashion because it's a bit tackier. Um, although uh, we tend to follow American fashion, so... Yeah, but, like, have you ever watched Friends, man? Like, I don't ever remember in Britain people wearing the type of clothes they wore. It's like, what are they wearing? Mm, true, I guess. And if we're really going by what we really follow, it's China because they make all our clothes. And yeah. Bangladesh and Sri Lanka yeah. and what other what other sweatshop heavy places are there? Vietnam. Vietnam, yeah. Yeah. Fun times, fun times for them. Asia, basically. Basically, you're raping my continent, people. You're raping my continent. Sure, I haven't been there since you know I can remember, but you're still raping my continent. <laughs> what if I ever want to go back there and figure out what my heritage is? You've ruined it for me. Mm-hmm. Fucking Donald Trump. Anyway. <laughs> There was, however, one tiny issue that nobody had thought of. Yeah, I already mentioned that, didn't I? No. I thought I said, well, they didn't think about him not being able to speak German. Did you? I didn't hear I'm that. pretty sure I did. Well, you've mentioned it now, so... <laughs> um, basically, yeah, the, the RB didn't think to think that he couldn't speak German, which I, I don't think... It doesn't say... I think that says a lot about the French army. <laughs> Doesn't doesn't put them in good light. It? it really doesn't. <laughs> How could you not think about that? Yeah, I mean, you you th- be... unless unless they were assuming he wouldn't have to speak at all as a spy. Yeah, you're meant to be fighting a war. That kind of thing that d- does kind of count. But I'm not. I'm not entirely sure they have taken it all seriously. To be honest, no, me either. I think it was just all a test. Yeah. So obviously, 
the Prussians quickly uh, realised that this peasant was not German. He was, in fact, a French spy. And not a very good one. Yeah. He was captured on his first mission, and the message he was carrying wasn't discovered. Well, there is some differing opinions. Yeah. So, apparently, he went up through intense interrogation, and <laughs> after... Uh, and he No, he actually managed to hold up for a little while, after about 24 hours or so. Yeah. That's when he gave up his information. So... One of the stories is that eventually he took a ship and it came out and the colonel, who, whoever caught him, the general, whoever caught him, was angry because it was a pointless message. Just oh, yeah, a yeah. message saying, have you received this message, basically? So he was angry and that's when he ordered Tara's death. And the other story is uh, he didn't find anything at all. Yeah, I do like the picture of them just all waiting around for him to shit this thing out. <laughs> hey, it happens. I mean, I did wonder when I was reading about him, it's like, is this where drug mules got their ideas from? Because mm. it feels like it should be. Yeah, I mean, this guy, is, he's like a trendsetter, isn't he, really? Well, it wasn't his idea. Maybe not, but, you know, he's the one that did it in the end. Well, yeah, because they had to make some use out of him if he can be eating all their food. Yeah, he does sound a bit of a useless twat otherwise. He was due to be hanged. Yeah, I think they actually had him attached to scaffolding and everything. At one point. they decided, point. Yeah. yeah, let's not bother because he's no use anyway. He's not going to hurt us. Yeah, I think they realised he wasn't in danger and just took pity on him instead. And apparently he was given a strong beating and yeah. then just let go. At some point he went back to the military hospital and he pleaded with Baron Percy to try and get him to cure his appetite. So he really wanted this sorted out. Yeah, I felt a bit sorry for him then. Yeah. Because it's all fun and games until, like, you know, your life's ruined. Yeah, it's, it's all very, like, interesting for us to talk about and kind of, you know... But, like, could you imagine having to live his life? Yeah. Like, an insatiable hunger? I, I've gone through that, like, rare period where you get really hungry. <laughs> I imagine it all the time, though. Yeah. No, when I get hungry, like, there gets to... And I haven't eaten and I don't eat. But it gets to a point where I surpass the hunger and forget about it and I'm just very weak and I forget that I'm hungry. Yeah. So that's usually my hunger. But I can't imagine this type of thing. No. It does actually generally sound quite awful. Yeah. Um, he was uh, put on a course of laudanum. Yes. Which contains codeine, morphine, and it's highly addictive. So basically shouldn't have been given that. No. <laughs> <laughs> did, he, did he basically just eat it? <laughs> well, yeah, I think it was pills, wasn't it? Yeah, and they, well, they tried tobacco pills as well, I re read. Yeah, and boiled eggs. Right? <laughs> oh, God. Soft boiled <laughs> oh, eggs, Jesus. yeah. The smell, that, that's not going to... Yeah, he had probably had a whole wing of the hospitals himself. <laughs> they usually have to pay for that. Mm. Yeah, none of these things worked. His monstrous appetite just was never... They just couldn't find a way of hindering it. And and his hunger was just so bad still that he would sneak out of the hospital and he would search for offal outside butchers' shops. Yeah. Uh, he would fight with stray dogs for scraps. He, and, and, and this is slightly darker stuff, I think, his appetite led him to drinking the blood of fellow patients. Yeah, and apparently he actually went to the hospital's morgue. Oh, yeah. And tried to, you know, gnaw on some of the corpses. Yeah, although I think the worst thing is coming next. Um, yeah, the reason he got kicked out of hospital. Yeah, a 14-month child went missing, and the suspicion was that Terere had kind of had him as a snack basically yeah i mean i understand he has the urge 
But he also has a mind, doesn't he? I mean, yeah, like, the corpses are bad, but at least they're already dead. Yeah, where does morality come into it? But if it is, if it is such, like, a bad need, maybe it's just, it's whatever you can find. And at the end of the day, an animal wouldn't necessarily make that distinction. I think that's what Terraria is a little bit. Yeah. And Percy couldn't really defend him, so no. he got kicked out of the hospital. Yeah. And then there is nothing, no record of him for four years. Yeah, yeah. He's just invisible somewhere. He's got to have eaten a lot during that period, so there must be some kind of... Yeah, he might have just been eating scraps all that time. Yeah. Or, you know, forks, cutlery. Oh, yeah. A golden one. Yeah, possibly. Maybe he did take my idea and go on a heist. Mm. Seriously, his talent's wasted. He should have been doing bank heists and stuff. Yeah. Because you imagine the amount of gold we can get in him. Also, the police wouldn't want to go near him. That's true. Smell. Or, like, it'll be too easy for the police to find him. Yeah. Two ways. They might not want to go near him, but it'll be very easy to find him. Yeah. Anyway, so he disappeared for four years. Yeah. yeah. We come to 1798 and Dr. Percy was summoned to Versailles Hospital by Therese. Therese was, at this point, gravely ill. Therese suspected that he'd possibly eaten a golden fork two years earlier. Uh, What he believed was that it was lodged somewhere in his body. Dr. Percy, who obviously knows better because he's a doctor... Uh, he diagnosed him with tuberculosis, which is quite common. Yeah. At that time. I don't, you can still get that technically, but I think... It's harder to get it now because we actually have medicine. Yeah, you couldn't cure it back then. And basically, um, <laughs> Therese essentially died about a month later. And I, I think on the day he died, he'd had excessive diarrhoea, basically. So, Exudative diarrhea, right? Yeah. So, I, doesn't that mean like explosive? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he, he died covered in this shit, probably. Hence why Matt wants to, you know, pay homage to him. Yeah. By dying in his shit also. Yeah, rivers of shit, basically. Pretty much. Yeah, and at some point they did some kind of autopsy on him. And I, well, it's more, I, I think it was... <laughs> out of curiosity as well because apparently um only one doctor was willing to do this because i think he had uh, the smell with well, him decomposing and his natural kind of smell. i thought he was decomposing faster than he should have been as well yeah yeah he was he deposed uh, decomposing really quickly and what they found basically was that his gullet was just so abnormally wide compared to anyone else which you've mentioned earlier yeah that you can you when you open his jaw you can actually see right into his stomach yeah it's just huge um his liver and gallbladder were also really large and then his stomach was covered in ulcers yeah and it was full of pus and oh, stuff yeah. like that yeah. Basically, his insides were a mess. Yeah. So, which they would be, wouldn't they? Yeah. I suppose he just must have been born like that, I guess. He must have been if he was, like, eating that way as a child and a teenager as well. Yeah, because I'm not sure I can see it being, his stomach being that big because he ate so much. I think it's more he needed to eat so much because his stomach was so big, possibly. Yeah, maybe. So, I don't know. I'm not a medical person, so. Me either. They, uh, do you think they'd be able to figure it out if that happened today? Um, I mean, doctors might, must have taken a look at the notes, but I guess there's nothing definitive on them because it was so long ago. Yeah, I don't I, I think there might be suspicions of what it might be about, but I think even today there would be some debate about what it mm. is. One theory I think they may have 
possibly had at the time, I don't know whether this is at the time or slightly later, is <laughs> amygdala. So it's an injury of the brain, right? They yeah. think he had um, damaged amygdala. But yeah. then how would the injury of the brain affect his stomach and the rest of his body that much? Wouldn't that just affect his mind and mental state? Possibly, yeah. So I didn't really, yeah, I saw that theory, but I didn't really take to it that much. Yeah, I, I think I, I was watching a video about another young kid. This is more recent. And he had like a similar problem where he would just eat loads, but his stomach would expand and he would get stuff on his face as well. What do you mean stuff on his face? Uh, he'd get um, like boils or no, not boil. He'd get something on his face. His, his face would like, um, how do you explain it? It's not just like X-Men, it's something worse, you know, like... Uh, hives. Like, yeah, hives. And... Like I get whenever I have something I shouldn't be eating. Yeah. I have an allergic reaction to something and I blow up like a fish. Mm. And what they suspected it was some kind of dystrophy, I think. That's what they called it. And that's like a muscular problem in your stomach. And I think that's possibly maybe what this guy had. If your muscles, if like the food you're eating isn't satisfying, like the food, your muscles in your stomach, mm, maybe I think that's what it could have possibly been something or, like that. Or a giant tapeworm. Would they know what a tapeworm was in the 1700s? I've got no idea. Exactly. So it might not be pus or whatever that's in their stomach. It could have just been a giant tapeworm. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, I really, really doubt it. I'm just saying it because that was my first theory. Yeah, I'm just saying possibly to, to kind yeah. of... Yeah. <laughs> Basically, who, who knows? And we will never know. So again, this is another pointless episode from the Dork Seduction. Yeah. We need to, really need to stop doing that. What a way to go, though. Explosive diarrhea. Yeah. And that's how you want to go. Yeah. I feel like I did the nicer segue with the ice cream thing. Well, we could have both, right? Well, you know. Uh, how about we have... Tons of ice cream and then explosive <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is what I, eating a lot, a lot of ice cream would do. I don't think it's explosive diarrhea. If, if, if you ate kind of like the amount Terrell did, if we did. Uh, yeah, maybe, but I don't think I could eat that much. I always think that maybe I can eat a horse if I'm hungry. But then you have like half a burger and you're like, oh, no, I'm good now. I'm good. I don't mm. actually hate the world after all. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. Yeah. Or like a, like a wrap from Sainsbury's would do it. Fuck it, even a biscuit. I'm cool with just a biscuit. Like, I used to survive on biscuits. <laughs> oh, I, I love a good rich tea biscuit. I can't eat rich tea. They're too... I don't like the texture of it. They're too hard. I prefer digestives. Really? I know yeah. what. I, I like digestives myself, actually. Malted milk, I love my... You like digestives as well? Yeah. Most people like either the rich tea or the digestive. They don't really like both. Um, I'm not really too fussy about biscuits, to be honest. I'll eat most of them. No, but with the rich tea and digestive, people get really angry about it, don't they? Yeah. It's like a huge debate. This yeah. is the most English argument we've had this episode. Yeah. Rich tea or digestives. Mm. That should be on the English citizenship test. Anyway. I'll have both. Yeah, malted mix milk's not bad. Oh, they're, they're so addictive. Oh, I could, I have to control myself when I'm around malted milks. There's these other biscuits. I always call them sport biscuits because that's what I've always called them ever since I was a child. I don't actually know the actual name because I've never looked at the packet. But it's basically, they're like the size of malted milks. I think they're slightly smaller, actually. Mm. And they're rectangular and they've got sort of image. Well, they're not images. They're like carvings of people doing sports. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what is really nice. And 
German I think thing I think is uh, cinnamon biscuits. Uh, I don't cinnamon. really like them. Don't you? No, oh, I mean I don't mind cinnamon like on like a pretzel and stuff, but like anything that's ex- or like a cinnamon bun, anything that's too excessively cinnamon, no, I'm not a fan of. Oh, you're, you're too fussy, you are. No shit. <laughs> like how how's it taking you this long to figure that out? Oh yeah. Whenever yeah. we go to a restaurant, seafood, and yeah. I'm looking at the menu, I'm just like, okay, which are the three items that I can actually eat at this place, and I will pick from there. Literally went to when we went to the tapas place. I picked the only three items I could actually eat, other than like the cheesy. Even items. on a tapas menu. No, I mean there were cheesy items I can do, and I could have the other. The problem is with meals. It sounds good until you get to like ah oh, the mushroom bit, and it's like the rest of it sounds so good. Oh and I yeah, can eat it. Uh, but there's, there's like one ingredient that Aye. just fucks me off. And then sometimes when you order, you're like, oh, can you take it out? And it's like, oh, it's already pre-made. And it's like, well, I can't have that then, can I? No. But the best way to do it, listeners, if you don't like something that's part of a dish. And you tell the waiter, can you take it out? And they say yes. You have to specify that you're allergic to it because they'll, then they'll actually make sure they take it out. Because if you don't, if you say, oh, I just don't really like it that much, then you still might have it in your meal because yeah. they won't care that much about it. So say you're allergic to it and then they'll be really careful because they don't want a lawsuit. No. Good topic to finish the episode up on. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> I, I, get, I get what you're saying about mushrooms, though. I don't really mind mushrooms, like... If it's unavoidable, like it's part of the pizza because someone else eats it, I don't mind eating it. It's just I find they're the most pointless vegetable because it doesn't taste like anything. It just feels really weird in your mouth. Yeah. Like mushrooms have no taste. They just feel fluffy in your mouth. That's what she said. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you got to say it, haven't you? Yeah, no, I knew as it was coming out. I knew. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's get off that then. Shall we? Shall we really? Yeah. I, I think it's time to say, you know what? Yeah, I think we've said all we could say about Tara. Tara. Uh, Tara, but Tara. Um, Tara. But yeah, he lived an interesting life. I actually feel really sorry for him. But do you want to know who I feel more sorry for? The parents of that 14 month old baby. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 She laughs quite so much. <laughs> yeah, the French in that era, my God, man, my God. Yeah. It seems to be very interesting, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, We've got Blanchard, Julie d'Aubne. Yeah, and Therese, you know. And Therese. Are we becoming the French podcast? Yeah. Are we migrating to France soon to stay part of the EU? But then again, they don't really like... Actually, no, the new new French Prime Minister seems all right. President. President, sorry. I can't, keep getting confused. Why can't they all just be called one thing? Uh, it's confusing because they have President and Prime Minister. Like, why do you need both? Wait, what? So many countries have to do this, apparently. It's, it's, it's not why? right. Who, then who who is the head of state? Well, the head of state's queen. But who is um the head of the government then? Oh, it, it's difficult because they've got two houses in France. So one. Fucking hell! I'm not moving to France. How many elections is that going to be? I think we already have too much in Britain. Yeah, you like you have the presidential election in France, and then you have the yeah. legislative elections. You know what? Sometimes. You know what? Tara, he's lucky he died of explosive diarrhea, so he didn't have to live through that. Yeah. What like? Why is such a confusing government, all right? Why? Just ha- pick one <laughs> and name them either Prime Minister or President. Like, every country shouldn't just have their own thing. Because here we've got Prime Minister, so always my default setting is Prime Minister. Mm. Why don't we just have dictators instead? Just uh, get rid of all this fuss. I think we're actually on our way, aren't we? So, Well, dictator may. <laughs> well, she's buying votes to stay in power. 
I mean, that's bribery there. I mean, that's only a few shades away. Mm. She's not far off, basically, from becoming... Kim Jong-mei. Yeah. She, she's buying her way into her decisions. Yeah. And I find it funny that we don't have money for the NHS. We don't have money for the firefighters. We don't have money for the police that have worked so hard the last couple of months. But we have money to pay 10 MPs to vote on the side of Theresa May. <sighs> How could all the conservative politicians be in agreement with that as well? I don't get it. And that's just going to fuck things up with uh, the Republican of Ireland, Northern Ireland. I don't know, all the segregations in Ireland. And it's already pissing off Scotland and Wales. It's definitely going to piss off England. You can't treat one country in the UK differently to others. No. Good luck, Theresa May, you little fucktard. <laughs> Ooh. I, I, yeah, I'm angry. Yeah. Have you not noticed? <laughs> I was being really nice. Well, I wasn't being really nice about her, but I, ha- I hold back a lot. Mm. Anyway, I think it's time we bid good day. So, yeah. Sarah, love. Sarah. You're right. Sarah. Bye. Bye. Sarah, love.